Live from our super-secret studios above Jacques' flower shop, this is Gerard at Large. Yeah, baby! Good morning, Manchester. Live and local. News, sports, politics, traffic, and weather. Rich isn't afraid to tackle the tough questions. Who told you you can eat my cookies? You talking to me? Yeah, I hear you. You had a question for me. It's all here on the Gerard at Large radio program. Hello? I'm sorry, who'd you say you were? I am your host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. Here's Richard. Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to Hour 1 of Trot at Large. I am your, located in the not-so-super-secret broadcast location of Jack's Flower Shop. You can find us on host, that's right, host, Rich Gerard. You can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at Gerard at Large, where we encourage you to like us and to follow us, <clears throat> because we just want to be loved. And yes, a review of Joyce Craig's filing uh, reports, a preliminary review, there are a lot of pages there, uh, shows that former Manchester Superintendent Deborah Livingston contributed about as much money to Joyce Craig's campaign as she is suing the school district to recover for her so-called professional services, uh, uh, testifying in an arbitration case over uh, an employee action that she initiated while superintendent. (laughs) And if you're looking at it, you might notice the name is not, I don't believe, I don't remember correctly if it was Deborah Livingston or Deborah, Deborah Manso, which is now her maiden name. I think this is her third marriage. I want to I want to say so. Yes. Yes, it's listed as Deborah Manso. So anyway, uh yeah. Well, we won't be on the we'll we'll we'll, we'll be doing lots of things, but um our final Thursday here on the Drought Large Radio show. And uh oh. <laughs> and we'll get into uh all the school board members that gave uh that that, that need health insurance to the district for their family's financial well-being. Uh, who who poured thousands of dollars into Joyce Craig's campaign? Uh, and you know it's it's kind of it's hard to tally because first of all, all you, you you don't have a searchable database because it's all in PDF format the way the city clerk's office uh, uploads it. And that's not a knock on the city clerk; it's a knock on the uh, uh, on the on the filing system per se because you turn in physical pieces of paper which they scan and they upload to the website. So, you know, you can't uh, do a, a sort by last name to see, but a lot of her, a lot of her donations, they talk about the record number of, of donations. That's true, but, uh, well, I don't know if they say record, but there were a lot of donations, but a lot of donations came from a lot of donors, uh, a lot of the same donors. So, you know, just because you see somebody in there for 500 bucks, doesn't mean that's all they gave because if you go through page after page after page after page after page in those spreadsheet grids, what do you see? You see the same names often popping up, whether it's a Sarah Ambrosi or, uh, you know, Martha Fuller Clark. One of the things that people aren't doing as they're looking at these filing reports is they aren't actually looking at the reports filed by the political action committees. So when people say, oh, well, the unions only gave Joyce Craig X number of dollars, they forget all of the money that was spent on their behalf by the union PACs that were uh, formed and those who bothered to report. You see, they don't all report. 
just like all candidates don't report all of their union PAC donations. And we're uh, trying to pull together spreadsheets of those. I suspect I will not get it done for airtime tonight on the TV show or the final radio show of Draw at Large tomorrow. But you may you may uh, see a post coming to oh my blog at drawatlarge.com uh, soon enough. So in any event, uh, today, uh, John DePietro will be in the house uh, to reprise his web savvy segment. I'm sure Josh is digging through the archives to find the intro music. Oh, it's locked away in here. <laughs> so what are you going to do? Plug your head into the board? <laughs> oh, I remember it. <laughs> no, I know. I could sing it. <laughs> oh, Jim, uh, Jimmy, uh, Jamie Burke will be in uh, in the 7 o'clock hour. He is uh, with the Cal Ripken Baseball League here in the city. Uh, Jimmy Lozon joins us for the final installment of Sports in Our Own Backyard. And then He's not coming in next week? Uh, well, he, I, I, if he is, he'll be in the parking lot. <laughs> and, uh, and Superintendent Dr. Bolhen Vargas of Manchester will be with us for the final installment of um, Is Our Children Learning? And uh, in honor of our good friend Sid Glasner, you, you, if you take a look at the Facebook pictures today, in honor of our good friend Sid I am. I'm wearing one of my uh, Mr. Rogers sweaters because uh, not that Sid wore Mr. Rogers sweaters, but uh, Sid loved his sweaters. And of course, our our dear friend Sid passed in uh, in May, just about a month before my father did. Um, and, and so I, I still do touch base with Shelly from time to time. She's got a she's got a new little puppy, a new little a new a new dog, kind of like uh, Barley. Oh, poor Barley dog. I love that dog. Anyway, so Shelly's uh, uh, all things considering she's doing all right. And, uh, well, it is what it is. So 6066762 is still our call-in number. And the reason why I've referred to our super-secret broadcast location as not-so-super-secret is we have one of um, the members of our large and loyal listening audience uh, with us this morning who popped in to, uh, to, to see, how the show, uh, see how the show runs before the show no longer runs. So... This is uh, John from Manchester. Good, uh, good, come a little closer to the microphone, John. Good morning, John. Good morning, Rich. How's it going? Uh, very well, thank you. So, uh, how uh, now? You and I have not met. No. Nope. Oh, so I, I know I've corresponded with you from time to time uh, over items in the show. How did you? How did you find the show, and what what did you like about it? Uh, it was actually the localness of the show and yeah. getting the local news. And uh, I only found you because of a friend liked one of your posts on Facebook, and then I started looking at it and then i'm like oh interesting then i clicked on it and saw that you had a show and then linked over to the show and was listening to some archives i'm like hmm. then i finally (laughs) found the station on the radio and i pretty much listen to it every morning (laughs) well thank you i'm glad to hear that so you know it isn't my uh my winning smile my charming personality my uh my intriguing points of view it's just the local stuff huh it's well it's it's (laughs) it's you in general like the point of view you have on some of the topics brings like new light to me and look, yeah. makes me look a little deeper into things like it was funny you were just talking about the health care with the school board i'm like mm-hmm. it's a school board it's really shouldn't have benefits from the city i think everybody should be able to get their own benefits and we shouldn't be paying for them as a taxpayer well and and uh you know that's that see and what really bothers me about that is all of the things they complain they have to cut 
in order to meet budgets and it's all about the kids and uh, here they are taking the health insurance benefits, which takes money out of the classroom. It takes money away from the kids. It puts it into their pocket. And every single one of them who takes it, every one, Sarah Ambrosian Ward 1, Leslie Watt in Ward 4, Dan Bergeron in Ward 6, Erica Connors fired by the people in Ward 8. Um, I Well, not everyone, because Avard takes it in Ward 10. But they're all Obamacare supporters. They're all Democrats. They were all Hillary supporters. They are all, you know, even had Kathy Staub, who took them when she was on the board before running for reelection on the question about the health insurance. If you read the union leader questionnaire, she she was advocating for Medicare for all. She was so, so, you know, they, they want single payer. They vote for people who gave us Obamacare. They're big government liberals. And what do they do? Do they go through the Obamacare system that they say is something that uh, America needs? America should? No. They go to the taxpayers of the city of Manchester to get a far superior plan to what they can get out in the private market now that it's been destroyed by Obamacare. Yeah. And they, uh, Van Houten took them. DeRozier took them. They were still taking the dental, even though they dropped the health benefits. Um, you know, they're all out there, right? <laughs> Instead of going through Obamacare, which they say is, you know. The best thing. The best thing <laughs> since sliced bread. Yeah, yeah. No, they're 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 not taking Obamacare. They're taking Manchester Care, and uh, the taxpayers of Manchester are paying for that Cadillac uh, that they're they're driving around. And meanwhile, I mean, some of them, Leslie Watt and her husband, you know, who who just had to have the health insurance because, well, he lost his job and this, that, and the other thing. Okay, great, but they made a thousand dollar contribution to um, Joyce Craig's mayoral campaign. You know, you, you get uh, Sarah Ambrosi, who feigned some hardship uh, her family went into because her husband lost her job or something when it came up at one of the board meetings shortly after buying a $1.2 million house while they, they just had to have the health insurance. She, you know, I got to go back and retaliate, but I'm looking at like $4,500, $5,000 worth of campaign contributions at the, uh, that, that, that came out of Ambrosi um, to, uh, you know, to Joyce Craig. Well, good grief. You can... If you can afford a $1.2 million house and you can throw thousands of dollars at your preferred mayoral candidate, don't you think you ought to, if health insurance is an issue, be using the Obamacare exchange or something like that instead of going to the taxpayers? So it's just stuff like that irritates me. Yeah, no, I agree. It's it's funny the way you say that and you put out some dollar figures. You know, For me, me and my wife chose seven years ago not to have cable. We had cable since yeah. to save that bill. You know, it's... Some of those bills for cable, two hundred four, you know, two fifty uh, four, you know, cable's getting expensive. Yeah. Just cut it down. You, you <laughs> pay for your insurance right there. <laughs> yeah, I, I just it's the intellectual inconsistency and the dishonesty that bothers me. Yeah. You know, if Obamacare is something that uh, you believe the country should have, then if you need health insurance, you know, people lose their jobs, things happen. I I, I get that, yeah. but your first recourse should not be to come to the taxpayers of Manchester as an elected official. Uh, and I gotta, you know, I gotta give them creativity points. I loved when Erica Connors agreed that it should be eliminated for part-time uh, elected officials, and then went on to declare that all aldermen and school board members are full-time elected officials. Really? <laughs> on what planet? Yeah. Y- you know, um, <laughs> I just, 
I, I, I don't get it. I, I, I really don't. I'm pretty sure you guys work somewhere else. Some of them work somewhere else full time. Yeah, well, the ones who have day jobs uh, uh, aren't as dangerous to the to the system as yeah. the ones who don't. Yeah. Uh, clearly, some of them had way too much time on their hands, and uh, it was it was a problem. Oh well. So well, John, I, I'm glad uh, I'm 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 glad you found us. So how long have you been listening? Uh, it's going on four years, four and a half years. Four years. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So how have we done over that uh, period of time? What, 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 what would, if there was anything you could have changed about the show, what would you have changed about the show? Uh, I don't know. I think, I think the, some of the topics that you lost, you know, like the, um, the home improvement one, I really liked listening yeah. to that. I wish that would have stayed a little longer. Yeah, well, I, I do too. But you know what ended up happening is Ron just got so busy with his business, he couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. You know, so it's it's. I think it'd be that like some of the topics, you know, change, mm-hmm. you know, over time. And I was like, oh man, and I missed that one. That was, <laughs> like one of the good ones. But it's all in all, it's been great to listen to everybody's point of view. You know, everybody has a different point of view, and it's been great to hear. Well, both we sides. did we did try to bring as many as we could to the airwaves, uh, and you know, it's interesting because the, you know, the, the the Democrats, you know, put the word out. You know, after a while, it became tough to get Democrats because the Democrats just flat out would boycott the show. I mean, there were Democrats who came on uh, like, uh, you know, Pat Long and, and others. Uh, ironically, the debates that we did on this radio show in the last uh, election were all Democratic candidates. Right. Yeah. So and there are probably a couple others we could have lined up. I'll bet you Bill Berry would have come on with uh, Tammy Simmons. We just didn't have time to reach out and ask. But um yeah, so you know the, the 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 Democrats didn't want to legitimize me by their presence on the radio show, as if six years on the air wasn't legitimate in and of itself. So they they would they would not come on, they would not answer questions, they would not uh, talk to the audience. And you've listened. Have you ever heard me ambush, um, trap, or otherwise screw somebody whose opinion I did not agree with on this radio show? No, no. It's it's funny that you even bring that up because I. I, I love when the mayor's in and you guys have a different opinions. And, Every now and, and then we did. And you it, you guys went through it, you know. You mm-hmm. went to the next topic and just kept going. There was no cornering them into, you know, trying to say something or trying to get them to argue about it. No. So, you know, and I, I, I'll tell you, I'll bet you Joyce Craig may have won the first time she tried if she had, instead of treating this radio show and its audience as some sort of a pariah that she, she uh, some sort of poisoned well she shouldn't drink from, she had talked to people. She may have. Uh, she may have explained or a thing or two. She may have made sense to a few people. She may have won two years ago, um, but that's that's a problem with the politics today. You know, people people preach to their own choirs, and they hope those on the outside of the church who are listening to the music like it and come in. They don't. They don't make an attempt to open up a dialogue across the aisle and see what better can come out of it. Well, John, we're happy to have you uh, riding along for uh, the first hour with us here this morning. You are listening to the Gerard Large Radio Show. I'm Rich Gerard. Good morning.